Hey everybody, welcome back to Lash Mama Podcast. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, the Lash Mama Podcast is a podcast for the mothers in the trenches of motherhood. Today we are talking about schooling options, particularly homeschooling options. You're listening to Lash Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt, busy mom of six and owner of LashMama.com. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, breastfeeding, postpartum, and all things motherhood. I requested. I know this was a yeah. hotly requested topic. I don't really feel like I can. I mean, I guess I can talk on it. I can speak on it. We have a very unique situation. You homeschooled for a long yeah, time. But when I we think first that's met. what that's what's great yeah. is there are so many schooling options. Yeah. And, and you find what works for absolutely. you. Absolutely. You know, and I think that like just like anything else in motherhood and parenting, you just have to have an open mind because you don't know what kind of kids you're going to get. Literally, you yeah. can. You can grow them all the same way. You can eat all the same food. They're not going to come out all the same way. They're going to need different, different things. Yep. Um, Agreed. So a little background, our homeschooling story. Eric was homeschooled um, until his parents um, were separated. And then he was mainstreamed into public school. So he was pretty clear. um, Was that in high school? Like when did he switch back? Actually, he he went to kindergarten, I think, first grade. And then he decided he wanted to be homeschooled. Okay. and then he went back in high school. Yeah. Um, I think some of that played into his decisions mm-hmm. or his thoughts on raising the kids outside of the school system. Yeah. Um, but I think, honestly, a lot of it just came from his thoughts and ideas that um, people should get to be whoever they want to be and learn however they want to be. Yeah. Um, or however they want to be. Learn however they want to. Um, and... I think it just came from like the idea of freedom more than it came from anything else. Right. Um, but yeah, why did you guys do it? Was yours a God thing? I don't, <laughs> was it a God thing? I I don't know if that part of that may have played in at the time. Um, no idea. I do. I, I think looking back on it, I, you can't, and I'm not, I'm not using blame, not mm-hmm. out of it, but yeah. I do think there are outside kind of a bit of, pressure and things Uh like that to make that decision I don't regret it one bit I there are incredible things about homeschooling that I love and I always preface anything whether somebody asks me a question about schooling or anything I'm like there are pros and cons both sides every no matter what schooling you pick and maybe you don't even see it as pros mm-hmm. and cons there's just differences yeah and there's some things you can get from homeschooling mm-hmm. that you cannot get from any other schooling yep. there's some things that you can get from you know public private it's yeah. just it's so it's, it's so interesting I think like the biggest takeaway is that like what I just kind of led with that every kid is different and every kid has different ways and they needs to mm-hmm. learn and we're coming to you guys probably from this podcast from a very very large sense of privilege in the sense that we had choices and we had options in terms of how our kids are schooled but it's really interesting it's funny that it's coming off of yesterday yesterday was parents day at forest school for my kids so my kids do this program called les it's living earth school it's operates out of afton here in virginia and um it's for ages eight through like 17 18 years old um so it's not kind of like waldorfy or like preschooly it's for older like older school-aged kids yeah um so my two oldest the two that are old enough to go to it go and they spend every Tuesday rain or shine snow sleet rain whatever um in the woods for the entire day Mm -hmm. um and it's been part of Nathan's life since I think he started when he was seven so he's three years in now four years in now um 
and it's like his home and it's his happiness. And it's really funny because I was laughing today on my book call and I said, you know, the kid literally uses chopsticks like nobody I've ever seen. He could navigate Southeast Asia and like be just like the man. I was like, and he can build shelter. He can tell you whatever type of tree is. Like he could build fire with like mm-hmm. his bare hands. He could do, he, he's who you would want in the Armageddon if the Armageddon was like in Southeast Asia and yeah. you were there. And like, so like, right. but it's so funny to reach that point. But then again, at the same time, he struggles a little bit with some dyslexia and some reading stuff. And he's multiple years behind in terms of reading level. Um, but it's just funny because you just sit back and yeah. it's like at some point you come to terms with the fact that their little brains are all going to develop different ways. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the benefits of keeping them out of the school system currently for us is that they all get to learn at the pace that they want to learn at. Yeah. Like Alex is much further ahead in some things than Nathan, but then they can do some things together. And then there's Caroline and they're all just kind of doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. And it's a really patient, soft, gentle way to learn um, where they're not being kind of shuttled to the next thing or the next grade or, right. you know, having to fit into a group. Yeah. And I will say, I know we kind of, I feel like we've maybe, I don't know if we're going with choices or if we're going more on homeschooling, but either way, I think one of the things that I had to kind of learn, it was like this big decision to like make this step. But, Mm -hmm. um, I always say like, it can literally be a year to year thing. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it could almost be a month to month. You can put your child in a school, maybe private schools are some different, but if you're talking kind of homeschooling and public schooling, you can enroll your child and pull them out at any point in time. Yes, there are steps that you need to Mm -hmm. take before you just make drastic decisions, but that puts you in control. And I like always say that. Um, And even if we do doctor shed, they're like, so how's everything going? You know, oh, are your kids? Because, you know, we did years of homeschooling. They're like, are they in public now or homeschooling? I'm like, nope, they're currently all in public right now. I'm like, we'll see next year. Like, honestly, if something comes up and there is a better way that I can support my child, we will do it. Yeah. You know, which is, which is which fantastic. It puts you in the driver's seat. Like yeah. there's not this huge pressure to commit for life or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause all of our kids are kind of growing and evolving mm-hmm. and changing and learning methods pop up and yeah. things like this pop yeah. up or struggles in this subject may pop up and yeah. you get to decide. And it's really neat too. Like when you literally get to the point where you have enough confidence to kind of take a step back and figure out like what is a social construct and what's not like like what has been created of course we have to create systems and processes in the country to make sure Mm -hmm. that our kids are taken care of and that they're schooled and educated but how much of like grade levels and stuff like that are are really important or like how Mm -hmm. much of like what they're actually learning like I it's interesting to sit back and and figure out what I use now that I learned then or like, you know, it's just, it's, it's an interesting thing yeah. um, to really truly dig into what, what is get what is being taught in our schools and can we do things differently? I'm not ever going to say better because my kids are lacking in areas that I know that they would have a better foundation if they were in mm-hmm. public school or private school right now. Um, but I also think that they're, they're gaining other skills that kids who are in school all day don't, don't get and I don't think one is necessarily better than the other Um, because who knows who knows where their lives go and what things they need to use and what path they go on Um, so 
And I, I think that just going back to everything, there are kind of pros and cons and maybe one avenue might meet the needs at a certain time or uh-huh. a certain year and another avenue might meet the needs at a different time. Um, I'm not, I will never scream like, oh, you got to do this. You got to do mm-hmm. this. I'm very much after doing a couple of these, doing, you know, being in homeschool mm-hmm. and being a public, I'm like, you do you. I feel like there's so many factors that go into yeah. schooling and maybe it's not only your kids and maybe that sounds a bit mm-hmm. selfish, but I you know, sometimes you make decisions as a family yep. and what works for, you know, whatever's going on with your husband or your partner or you mm-hmm. and your children. And ultimately that's how I got out of homeschooling is because I started with my first, you mm-hmm. know, we did all of mine do preschool. They just, they have fun. They go play with some friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but we started kindergarten and then we got to fifth grade. And by the time my oldest was in fifth grade, I had six kids at home and it was my second year First year homeschooling was with, um, or the first year homeschooling was six kids. They were infants, which was actually, I mean, it was insanely difficult, but in comparison to the next year, it was crazy because the next year they were into cabinets. They were into everything. Mm -hmm. They didn't want to be like locked in their little playpen, you know? So it was very, very different. So I felt a little bit forced out, but also looking back, I know that was like the best choice for us as a family at that time. Um, so it was really good. Um, but yeah, so I'm never like one for the other. Yeah. I'm like, what works for you? Yeah. And I think once your brain kind of adjusts to the fact that like, if like take a look at what the rest of the world does, you know, take a look, just take a big giant step back and say like, when do they need these skills and why do they need these skills? And like, can kindergarten be done an hour a day? And the rest of the time is spent going to the grocery store with you and learning the names of things or Mm -hmm. the park or looking at trees or flowers and literally that kid doing life with you. It's, it's amazing. It is absolutely amazing what can be accomplished and how quickly the actual like touch points of kindergarten, first grade, probably even second grade can be actually accomplished Mm -hmm. at home. So it's not like eight hours a day of sitting with your kid while they sit at a at a desk and you know you help them and I think that that's one of like the misnomers I feel like with homeschool sometimes is that people think that you have to be a teacher to be able to do it um yeah you know especially in those early years um Mm -hmm. you just kind of have to have patience but you don't have to have eight hours of patience with your kid yeah you know and I think that that's that's one of those takeaways and I and I love when I look back and I think homeschooling has evolved, you know, mm-hmm. not only just from the curriculum yep. options, but like the co-op options and for school, almost like yep. the different types of schooling, like yep. within homeschooling, mm-hmm. like there are some that have grown not just from like a little 10 kid co-op. It is yeah. almost like a full school. You, they can go one or two days a week. So there's so, so many options. Um, I struggled a bit with the homeschooling. Like I loved the so many parts and aspects of it and oh my kids you know super into building and engineering and we would focus on math and a little more in that direction or they're super into animals so it's more of like a science type year um but you know you talk about kindergarten I was always kind of on the 30 minutes so we were done with kindergarten in 30 minutes I'm talking like actual like look at numbers numbers, math maybe if you know a little bit of a couple lessons whatever 30 minutes well what do you do with them the rest of the time? And if you're not yeah. truly going on an outing or things yeah. like that, um, that is always, you know, a little thing, few things I'll hear from friends as far as, um, like, what do you do with them? Uh, now they're like, well, now what mom? And it's like 10 AM and yeah. you're like, well, some neighborhood kids are not back till like 3 PM. What are we going to do for like six yeah. hours? And, um, you know, I didn't really want to be like a play buddy all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I was mom. And so, yeah, that was just a little There's bit insight as far yeah, as, as sure. far as, 
you know, from my standpoint. Um, but what I was getting at is I think homeschooling has evolved with your options. And I'm actually pretty impressed with some of the things that I've seen evolved in public school, whether yeah. it's levels of classes, um, options in high schools, some specialty schools, things like that. So I think, you know, hopefully as a collective whole for education for children, like mm-hmm. all the avenues are kind of working on evolving and changing and getting better for whoever needs that specific avenue yeah. of learning. And it's so interesting because there's all different types of homeschool, like exactly what you yeah. just said. I mean, there's like the secular stuff. There's the, you know, the super Christian yep. stuff. There's the all sorts of different types of people. I mean, yesterday when I was in the woods with my kids all day, we talked about, you know, trees and blowing in the wind and, mm-hmm. you know, finding your hopes and your dreams that way. And I'm like, how are there this many kids in the area that actually like... <laughs> like families think that this is the right answer because I'm not really even sure in this moment if, if learning what that moss is, is really the right answer to what my kids should be learning. But you just kind of have to like take, take a step back and just like maybe not take things so seriously, but maybe I'm going to, you guys are going to come visit me in like 20 years and be like, so how are those kids that you kind of unschooled? But, um, you know, and I also think that there's um, something to be said. Like there are a lot of homeschool curriculums for all different ways kids learn, yeah. which I think is really, really neat. We've jumped around in a few of them um, over the years. There's some that are very, very nature based, some that are, you know, more Christian based. There's, um, you know, there's all sorts of sorts of different yeah. stuff. Um, you know, for us, too, I know a lot of people have asked me, like, how you find help to to help you homeschool. That doesn't always have to be you the whole time. Um, we have a private teacher for our kids. Um, she started as a nanny who helped us teach them. And now she works with them virtually. Um, and she kind of just runs the show. I think that there's kids on different curriculums because they learn differently. Yeah. Um, and then at the end of the year, they each take a test to make sure that, you know, they're still at grade level and you know, we move forward from there. Um, I was thinking the other day what would happen if we decided to mainstream them tomorrow. What was that process like? Were you worried that they weren't going to test at grade level or anything like that? Um, I don't think I was necessarily worried. Um, you know, a couple of years we did evaluations with, I mean, yeah. licensed yep. teachers, professionals. Um, I think one of the years we did do a test. Um, I, you know, I would like to say my kids are pretty bright. Mm-hmm. Um, I ne- didn't really see necessarily struggled areas that where I was like, this is not necessarily going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, our biggest thing is, is just a learning environment. Yep. It's completely different. We you know when you're at home, granted there were six kids around, but it's quiet and there's different distractions at home versus learning in a classroom. You can go to the bathroom whenever um, you want and you can get a snack whenever yep. you want. Yeah. But even just the things that are going on around you, the talking, the, dis- you know, the disruptions, the behavior, mm-hmm. honestly, um, it was a big thing for Lennox. So I think he went in, in like an advanced math or something mm-hmm. like that based on test scores and things like that. But there were so many things going around him and with, you know, the folders and, hey, take this out. Let's look mm-hmm. at this. Just figuring how life works and class works that we actually pulled him out um, and into just like the grade level math. Uh, so that was the biggest um, challenge. And I actually thought maybe um, my uh, kiddo, Gabe, who, um, you know, has autism, is on the spectrum. I'm like, this is going to be. A, a challenge for him. Um, it turned out that was probably exactly what this kid needed because he needs to Beautiful work people. daily. Yeah. Um, honestly, every minute, every hour working on social skills and interaction, he thrived. That was exactly what he needed. And actually the hardest one was my fifth grader because you talk about like 
four years of kind of curating and making your own learning style Mm -hmm. at home. And now here's the flip. So I think it took until about January and then he, yeah, he was, he was great. And then the only other one at the time that was in public was Nora in first grade. And she just, I mean, it was first grade. Like she just kind of hopped in there and she's pretty social. And it's just so funny because like, so many of the homeschool people that I meet are like ride or die. Like this is mm-hmm. all we'll ever do. And honestly, like the idea, like you just look at it every year, you look at what's right for the kids. What's right. I mean, I have some that I look at and I wonder like, are we doing them a disservice? Like, should they really truly be in a more social setting at school? Don't doubt yourself. And, yeah. But I mean, who knows, <laughs> but that's the whole thing. But then what happens when they go to school? Like yeah. where, like there will be something that I know that they're getting every day at home that they're not going to get, mm-hmm. you know, they're not going to get at school. So it's just, yeah. you just go back and forth and back yeah. and forth in terms of like what's best. I mean, I guess the biggest takeaway and what people, people wanted us to talk about, and I don't think they ever had any specific homeschool yeah. questions, but just normalizing it, but also normalizing the idea that like, you know, it's best for your kid too. Yeah. So if you're not feeling it, if they're five and you've dug deep and you're like, I don't want them to go to kindergarten because I just don't think they're ready. You know, maybe I'll homeschool them. Give it a try. I know in Virginia, kindergarten's optional. So at the end of that year, you can do kindergarten over again or you can go to first grade over again. Nobody's mm-hmm. watching to see if your kid yep. did kindergarten in Virginia, which is yeah. really fun. And I talk about year to year, which we I truly did. My kids were in public school for mm-hmm. two years and then COVID hit the yep. pandemic and all of a sudden they were home. And of course, we're all like, oh, you know, it's going to be like a couple months. And then, yeah. you know, next year. Yeah. No, they, they never went back the following year. Yeah. And so I had to take a look and say, OK, this is what um, public school is going to look like for my kids. It was going to be for children mm-hmm. on Chromebooks, which are pretty poor quality, at least the ones they get from mm-hmm. school. Um, they're going to have to connect to a class at, for the day. Mm hmm. And I was like, do we really want that? Like, I I don't Mm -hmm. really ever want that. Mm -hmm. And so I actually talked with the kids, not that it was their decision, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, these are your options. Like, this is what school is going to look like next year. Not sure if our internet can handle it. I'm not sure. Number one, I was going to be at work. So we would have a nanny kind of supervise that. I'm like, I don't even want to supervise that, let alone have to put that on anybody else. Mm-hmm. So I was like, here's your other options, dudes. I'm like, we can, we've done this before. Like we, you get, you can pick your science, you know, you'll math level. And, um, you know, we can do some like novel based, um, things for English. And they're like, yep, sign me up. And that's what we did. I pulled them out for that year, knowing that, Hey, we've done this before. Mm-hmm. We can tackle this yeah. again. And we did that for a year. And at the end of the year, they you know, everyone really wanted to see their friends and things. And I was very comfortable to say, yep, sign them back up. Yeah. Um, it was a little bit of process, you know, to go through and, you know, unenroll them and put them in. But like when I truly say year to year, I have no problem. If something happened, mm-hmm. we would abs- we would we would thrive doing something else mm-hmm. and they would learn and they would be OK. It just shows like how much pressure we put on ourselves and how much stuff we carry as moms, like just in general of like. You know, should I homeschool? Should I not? Like, what should I do? Should I some? And then you have all of the school safety stuff, which I don't want to get into, but it like literally yeah. makes me want to throw up everywhere. And you know, is it a safe place to send my kids? And what does it look like if I can't deal with it anxiety wise, and I want my baby still at home? Yep. And you know, those first few years, it doesn't look like eight hours. It looks like just meeting those those benchmarks, yep. those milestones, and a lot of it can be learned. You know, baking in the kitchen and going to the park and stuff like that. So I guess my biggest piece of advice is definitely take it year by year um, and really think about like what you want and your family wants and then realize mm-hmm. just like you said you're in control 
you get to make those calls as long as you're following the state guidelines and stuff mm-hmm. you get to make the decision yeah so do what's best I realize for your family. N- nothing nothing is perfect or nothing's going to go yep. the way you want there are going to mm-hmm. be downsides to matter what you pick mm-hmm. um and pros so yep. you know just go into in with it you know with an open open mind and see where it goes yep. love it cool thanks guys Bye.